Uh, this one's a long time coming. Been trying to do this one for a minute. All right. A few weeks. Oh, there least. it is. Okay. You hear yourself? Yeah. All right. I can hear you yeah. too. Okay, great. Great, 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 great. All right. Anyway. Um, I did uh, some actual like research on stuff. I found out some pretty interesting stuff mm-hmm. about this one because uh, I watched it. I wrote the beats down and everything, stuff that I loved. And then today while I was at work, I was just looking up the cast and then found some stuff that if you don't know, if you didn't see oh, it, it, it might make you chuckle a little bit. What, that there's no Mexicans on the cast? Oh, just wait until you find <laughs> out who was supposed to be in this movie. Uh. Okay, so... Um, like I said, we've been trying to do this for a while. Let's get it done and play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're going to need a bigger boat. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Steven, I'm back here with the buddy over here. Don Hassan. <laughs> Hassan. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we're doing a little movie called The Mask of Zorro. It originally came out in 1998, <laughs> July 17th, 1998, to be exact. And it's directed by Martin Campbell. It was going to be directed by some pretty prominent other people. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it had a budget of $95 million and brought in $250.3 million. So wow. it was a pretty big success. Um, it stars Antonio Banderas, Anthony Hopkins, Captain Zeta-Jones, and some other folks, uh, Stuart Wilson, Matt Le- uh, Lesher, Tony Amadola, and some other people as well. We'll get back into that when we talk about <laughs> the cast. But let's start at the beginning and talk about when we first saw this movie, or what we remember about it, at least. Maybe we had the VHS? Okay. This is is before DVDs, Yeah, this is before DVDs. I think we had the VHS. I didn't see it in the theater. Okay. Definitely a home movie. Uh, I kind of remember watching this one a lot by myself. Yeah. I think we watched it as a family, but I definitely watched it, it by myself. Dude, because it, it's such a fun, yeah. Like as a little boy, yeah. like just loving it. And yeah. my mom was totally like, "You could watch that." Yeah, like it's yeah. fine. No, it's like PG. Yeah. It's nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. So watch this a lot. Maybe my cousins—they're the other usual group that yeah, I watch yeah. a lot of movies with. Um, you, but you, I still love this movie. No, it's it's fantastic, it's, man. It's so good. <laughs> I thought it might be like. I'd be like, ah, it doesn't, age st- well. doesn't do it for me, but yeah. You know what? Does. You know what I think it is is because uh, <clears throat> I wrote it down that it it reminds me of uh, like a class, and I know you haven't seen a whole bunch of them, but like it reminds me of like a classic like old Hollywood epic uh, in a lot oh, yeah. of ways. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was Zorro, uh, the Marco Zorro, and stuff like that back in the day, and it really just rings true with like a fucking Gone with the Wind. Or I remember something seeing like that. that. Like, uh, it just really reminds and me black of that. Black and white, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and then obviously you knew at the time already Antonio from fucking uh, yeah. Desperado yeah, and yeah. shit. Uh, awesome. Uh, he's fantastic in this movie. He's more funny than I feel like. Uh, funny in a different way than he is in yeah. Desperado. Yeah, yeah. Desperado is a little bit more serious R-rated stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, he's amazing in this movie. But uh, I first saw – I remember – 
seen the trailer for this movie and um me and my grandma my grandma moved in with me when i was when i was a kid for a couple years and she shared a room with me so i slept on the floor and uh she slept on the bed and when we would go to sleep she would listen to old serials like uh the lone ranger and they Mm. would have like a zorro thing on there and that's where i like kind of knew who zorro was but um, my uncle was telling me about him, and like he's like, "Oh, Zorro's basically the Mexican Batman. Like he wears black, he fights crime, he's got a cave and shit." And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And then I remember this trailer coming out and seeing it, and the trailer looked really fun and like action packed. And obviously, like we said, we knew uh, Antonio from Desperado and yeah. a couple other movies at the time. But um, I remember going to see this movie, and I was like all in like i was fucking just so amped up about it i remember uh the homie mauricio uh would come over sometimes and like just dude for the next like summer and a half it just all we would do is fucking play fence in in the front yard just like screw around and i just loved how cool anthony hopkins was as like this fucking you know like he's training this young protege to take up his mantle and everything Mm -hmm. Just so fucking cool. This is way before Batman was ever written, right? The Legend of Zorro, like, uh, the, yeah, the first... te- te- technically yes, because um, so I was gonna bring that up in the in the um in the notes. Uh, his brother in the movie Joaquin Morieta, mm-hmm. um, that's based off of a real person. I know, and, yeah, I recognize yeah, that name. So he he was he was uh, they called him the Robin Hood of the West, and this is in the eighteen hundreds, like when the when the movie takes place. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like uh, up in the air whether or not like he was a real person not that he wasn't a real person but that was his actual name and because apparently he was supposed to have been captured and like killed but nobody really knows mm. and his like legend grew and people just started saying oh this it was him it was oh. Zorro. it was him it was him um here and there and like it was impossible because certain things would happen hundreds of miles away in the same day like right. So, but like it just grew into like this urban legend, like oh, this fucking freedom, like freedom fighter Mexican guy who's fighting against like all the fucking colonial dudes that are coming over from Spain and shit. Mm. So it was really cool, and like those stories reached all the way to like the East Coast within like a couple years, which I thought is really really cool. So that's his brother in the movie Joaquin. Um, And what's even cooler about that is at the end, he uh, he names his son Joaquin. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if. Oh, that's that's, the, that's one? the one that that yeah. becomes famous for it and like becomes legendary and stuff. But um, just really, dude, I was it's just so in cool, love with yeah. this movie. And then, like you said, I kind of didn't feel that way, but it's easily enough where you go back to a movie and you're like, ah, it doesn't really hold up. The one thing that I could say holds up absolutely. I mean, Antonio's fantastic in it. Everybody's a great acting in it. Yeah. But the fight choreography it's is good. so great. Yeah. It's so fun. Like I, I can't get over how fucking cool it is but um yeah that's that's when we first saw the movie we've got to talk a little bit about the cast we could kind of rush through it because mm-hmm. we've talked about antonio be- before from uh fucking desperado. desperado um he's fantastic we've talked about anthony hopkins uh almost as much as we've talked about arnold at this point yeah um captain zeta jones now i had had crushes on like famous women before her mm-hmm. But this was at a time when it wasn't just like a crushing. Like I was obsessed with oh, yeah. Captain Zeta Jones. Like 
growing up. This this time was her and Salma Hayek. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, uh, um, I don't know. I, ju- I just remember <laughs> I just remember going to see this movie, and it, when she popped up on screen, and then the whole like, oh yeah, fight in the barnyard, the barnyard and shit, yeah. in the stable. It's so cool. I was just like, oh my god, like just obsessed with her, and then to the point that I would watch any terrible movie that she was in yeah. afterwards. Entrapment. Um, Entrapment. Entrapment's fun. Yeah. Her and Sean. Connery kind of a little tied together what uh with this but her and Sean Connery and Entrapment uh there is a movie I'm a huge uh Ewan McGregor fan too is Obi-Wan Kenobi there's a movie that I saw at Blockbuster on VHS for like four dollars and I bought it and on the cover it had Ewan McGregor and Captain Zeta Jones and I was like dang them together is gonna be an awesome movie buy the movie Ewan McGregor's barely in it. It's about some other guy. And uh-huh. then she's barely in it, too. But they were the biggest stars oh, in America. Yeah. Yeah. Like, put them on the cover. Uh, because it's like a British movie. So they put them on the cover. I was extremely disappointed. But uh, she's also in America's Sweethearts, which is my favorite rom-com, I think. Her and uh, Julia Roberts and John Cusack and Hank Azaria and a bunch of other great people, Billy Crystal. And then she's in uh, Ocean's 12. I believe she's in Traffic as well. Mm. And, uh, yeah, her career kind of, like, fizzled out a little bit because she's really talented. I I uh, know she married Michael Douglas and kind of took a back seat, but that was a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's what, – what's that other movie? Oh, Intolerable Cruelty with, uh, with George Clooney. So she worked with him twice. Uh, oh, The Haunting. I forgot about The Haunting. Um, that movie is god awful Uh, it's not even really fun to watch it's a terrible terrible movie but yeah that's Catsby Zeta Jones in this movie she's uh, she's great she's great in this movie I for 100% thought she was Mexican the entire time yeah for sure but uh, yeah she looks it yeah she does really especially in this movie um, there's some other people like Stuart Wilson, who I was convinced was a Spanish dude, but apparently he's just some white guy. Uh, he plays De- uh, uh, Montero. Um, Matt Lester, who plays Capitan Love. Uh, I really haven't seen him in anything else, but he plays a good, like, asshole white captain guy, you know? So I, he's, I, I really hate him in this movie. Oh, yeah. So it just, you know, you know leads, uh, lends itself to that. Um, Maury ah. Ch- Chankin, who uh, I love his performance in this. It's uh, when Don, uh, Don Montero, or no, Don Rafael fucking comes back and they throw water on him in the prison and he's like, please don't touch me. Uh, and then he looks at him and he's like, Don Rafael. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's just doing something so crazy. But we know him from Twins. He's one of the fucking yeah. uh, the oh, brothers. Shit. Uh, but yeah, everybody else in the cast, like, it's funny. All the Mexican people are like very small side characters in yeah. this movie. Uh, but that's how it was back in the nineties. You couldn't make this movie the same way, uh, today. Uh, anyway, like I said, that's the cast. Uh, I did want to, cause I was talking about how great the fucking fight choreography is in this. Mm-hmm. Jim Vickers is the like fight coordinator. I just, Thought I had to throw his name in there because it's really cool. Um, before we jump into the meat and potatoes of the movie, yeah, uh, I did a little research, and this is what oh, yeah. I, I came up with. Let's hear it. So in 1992, uh, Amblin and uh, Universal, I guess, had like a uh, the rights to Zorro. So Steven Spielberg was. 
producing this movie, and he was also possibly going to direct it. Oh. So that would have been really fucking cool. Steven Damn. Spielberg directed, like, 90s, because this is hot off of, like, uh, like Hook. So, like, that swashbuckling style, um, I think, could have lent itself to it. How much more? How much better do you think the movie could have gotten, though? It's already pretty damn good, and it's like... It, it is pretty damn good. But that's the Steven Spielberg factor, man. Like, the sky's the limit with him. Because he has a thing where he makes movies, I feel like, specifically for himself. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, they're good, but they're not his best. But if you're doing, like, an action-adventure movie with Steven Spielberg, it's going to be fucking awesome. I wonder what what the movie doesn't have that he would have inserted, like, what... The fight scenes would have been more. It, it, no, I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting, man, to think about what that movie would have been like. Um, but I guess we'll never know. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll never know. But anyway, so uh, they had uh, this guy Joel Gross work uh, the script on it because they were impressed with his script for Three Musketeers, which came out in 1993, the one with uh, fucking Charlie Sheen and mm. uh, all those other dudes in it. So. He rewrote the script, and it was up in the air, um, and they had another director attached to it at first. And guess who they wanted to play Diego De La Vega? Al Pacino? Sean Connery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said the Zeta Jones and him thing. Uh, but can you imagine Sean Connery pretending to be like a Spanish nobleman? Like, no. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. And then also, I would have hated this because I'm not a big fan. Uh, the most prominent Latin actor at the time, is how it was phrased online, was Andy Garcia. They were looking at him as Zorro. I think that would have been. Oh, I think that would have been awful. He is not an athletic guy whatsoever. Yeah, looking no. at all. Yeah, no, not at all. He looks very clunky. If you ever watch him walk yeah. in uh, Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. it's very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Um, for Elena, at the time, they were looking at Shakira. But she didn't take the role because she didn't speak English very well and wasn't that confident in acting, which I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. So the movie, that was all before uh, 1993. And then Robert Rodriguez, hot off Desperado, was hired as director. Ooh. And he's the one that brought in Antonio Banderas. So we Sick. have him to thank for that. Wow. Unfortunately, um, they they were really interested in him because they saw what he did with such low budgets and those in his two previous movies. Yeah. So they weren't trying to give him the budget that he wanted, and they were like trying to compromise over and over. But they really just couldn't settle on it. Um, like I said, this movie's budget says it's ninety five million dollars. They gave him a budget of forty two million dollars, and then out the door when they got the the last director, um, Martin Campbell. He uh, got a budget of $60 million. But apparently he got sick. I think he got bronchitis while uh-huh. they were filming. So they had to bring in another director. And there's some additional scenes added later on. So it inflated the budget like another $30 million, oh, which is fucking crazy. Um, it was shot mostly in Mexico City. Oh, wow. Um, and at that point, it was like $10 million over budget. Uh, especially because one of the sword, like the main prop sword that they brought into Mexico had to stay in customs for like 10 days. So they had to shoot around not having the sword there. Um, And then apparently the movie ended with with, uh, Anthony Hopkins dying at the end Mm -hmm. where they're still at the mine. 
and the studio thought that it was just too depressing so they added the the like little tail end of it where yeah where they show the baby and they're living in the house which i think i think uh i like that part i think it's really cool yeah i like the shot when he opens the double doors and walks out yeah yeah yeah. and he just sees like he see okay what's next Uh like it's 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 great yeah Uh, there's 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 some really great stuff in this movie, and I guess now we can actually jump into it. Um, first off, uh, I love like the soft intro of like you start hearing the flamenco like like yeah. clicks like over, and it gets faster and faster, mm-hmm. and you see him like walk out. The silhouette strikes the Z, and then we're just thrown Ooh, into yeah. this into this world. Cool, just fuck. so cool, just really really cool. And then um, the beginning, the opening scene with. Uh, with Anthony Hopkins as Zorro, mm-hmm. um, it's just really fun. Right at the gate, you know, he's he's uh, he's saving people's lives. You could see like the people like really love really him, yeah. love him, and these kids are like so infatuated with like him and his legend and everything. And out of all the people in the crowd, like he comes up to them and like you know gives them the necklace and stuff. It's just it's really yeah. really fun. It's uh, <laughs> so lame what I put, but super romantic to think of <laughs> someone really did this you know? oh no it's the romantic it, yeah it's, it. it's because like, it's because like, yeah and that's why i'm saying like it reminds me of a like old epic it's it's unrealistic because yeah. nobody loves their people that much that they're willing to put fucking their body on the line yeah. and get shot at and jump off of roofs and shit yeah it's it is romantic it's romanticized this this legend of this guy that probably fucking did two or three things and then it's embellished like so crazy. He probably got killed the the first or second time he tried. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's no superheroes, pretty yeah. much. Um, but yeah, we get that whole that whole little action set piece. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. How do you buy him as as a Mexican? Well, uh, see, that's the thing that I was thinking about. Well, he's he doesn't probably like he doesn't Spanish, have to be Mexican. He could be Spanish, but born in Mexico. Yeah, no, he probably came over like Montero. Uh, and and all the rest of them, you know, uh, it, they never really specify, but I mean, they do fucking brown face him a bit in this yeah, movie. Yeah. He's 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 got makeup on. Maybe look up, his like, his dad was Spanish. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. mother was Mexican. Yeah, it's possible. It's a know? possibility. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, like we said, they wouldn't do that these days. Nah. Um, but I love I love him going up to uh, De La Vega and freak or no, not De La Vega. Uh, Montero and fucking cutting cutting the Z into yeah, his neck so cool. because it comes out later and he's like, oh, I told you, you'd never be rid of me. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I love his accent. Oh yeah, it's I just love Anthony Hopkins. Do you man. think he had fun making this movie? I think so because I've I've seen a lot of Anthony Hopkins like on his social media and he seems to really enjoy being an artist and making art like mm-hmm. in any capacity. He's so fucking weird and strange. Yeah. But you kind of have to be because you have to be able to throw yourselves into a rules. I'm a fucking British white guy. I got to play a Mexican. Boom. Yeah. That's you what know? I mean. It's like, like, come on. That's it's a, it's a dream job. That's huge. <laughs> it's a dream job. You know? That's a huge stretch there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that first scene's great. Uh, and we're introduced to the kids when they're when they're really, really young. And then it just continues. And this is where I brought up the whole Hollywood epic thing. Um it just continues like the romanticism. We see him right away. He's riding under a fucking waterfall to go into his cave. Yeah. And then he goes upstairs and he's got a beautiful wife. Yeah. And it's, there's a sunset out the so window of his, of his daughter's like crib and everything. It's just fucking really, really cool. Um, 
And then obviously Montero shows up and, you know, they have their little fight. And then right before, uh, right before he's going to get shot, Esperanza, I think is his wife's name. She throws herself in front of him, dies. And then, uh, just the epic of him getting hit. I love, I love the fucking, uh, the line. I would have never let anything, I never let any harm come to her. She was never yours to protect. And then he hears Elena and he runs to her and then they just Boom. knock his ass out. Yeah. And he wakes up and then his fucking whole house is burning Dude. down. It's just like grandiose yeah. and like it's rain pouring rain and then he's whole, he this fucking arch enemies comes oh out holding God. his holding his baby yeah. and he's like, Let me hold her. Raphael, <laughs> you'll never be rid of me. <laughs> Raphael, and then just and then we cut to fucking like twenty years later. It's 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 such a fun, cool classic opening to a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like this movie is so well structured, like as far as it's written, and then you get really good direction from Martin Campbell, and then the cast is just yeah. firing on all cylinders. It's just it's really hard to like. To not like this movie if you if you're giving it the chance that it deserves. If not an Antonio Banderas, then who? You know, like that. He's a huge part of this. Shit, oh, dude. dude, he's massive. So good in this movie, <laughs> and like, dude, he's he's funny. He's suave as fuck. Yeah, handsome as fuck. Like, you believe that immediately Elena would be like, oh my oh, yeah. god, like yeah. who is this guy? You know, like it's just it's it just adds it's just layer upon layer upon layer you have yeah. this veteran old veteran in anthony hopkins you have antonio banderas coming up and proving himself through other movies and mm. his, his charm and then you have this newcomer to the states fucking captain zeta jones carrying the weight too it's fucking awesome this yeah. movie's great um what else did you have over there <laughs> uh the part when uh uh him and his brother are caught by the Mexican army. Yeah, and then uh, they have him against the post or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. then he's like, he's like, he like he grabs him or whatever. He's like, I thought you were tied I up. He's like, that's because you are stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I have that shit here too. I, th- I thought you were tied up. And then I wrote in parentheses, naked facing a fucking cactus. Yeah. Because they tie him up yeah. all around oh, that thing. Oh, that's brutal. Just, dude, just your dick rubbing up yeah. against a cactus all the time. Yeah. And then that, that like, lightheartedness. And that's what I love about this movie. It has so many good elements of, like, that's a really lighthearted scene. And then it's cut short very quickly. But mm-hmm. as soon as they're riding away, they stop. There's a silence. They're caught again. Yeah, they're caught again. There's a silence. They all try to run away, and then immediately fucking Captain Love is... That's when we get introduced to him. Yeah. And uh, he fucking shoots... Uh, what is his name? Three-Fingered Jack or whatever? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because nobody's tough as Jack. Uh, yeah, Three-Fingered Jack. He shoots him out of the air. <laughs> fucking... They run. Uh, Joaquin takes one in the leg, mm-hmm. and then he tells his brother just to run. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get like that emotional like moment that he sees his brother kill himself, and then uh, Captain Love fucking uh, we don't see it, but he chops his head off. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and the necklace hits the floor. Uh, just really cool, like the juxtaposition of emotions that you go through in like a short amount of time is just really fucking awesome. And it just continues to do that over and over again, really throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, so like I said, the the head gets cut off. They they ride off with either the body or whatever, but he gets the necklace, and mm-hmm. that's how um, 
that's how uh, Diego is going to be able to tell who he is and that he was the kid that he gave it to earlier mm-hmm. on. Which uh, and if it weren't for that, man. Oh yeah, no. That like it, it probably would have never. Yeah, he probably would have never taken him seriously because yeah. The way that they meet, I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but just to, to speak on that, you're you're right. The way that they meet, he's he's down and out, he's drunk, he's vengeful or whatever. Mm. But because he sees that necklace, he knows that this kid was was virtuous. Like, him. yeah, he was virtuous and willing to help uh, somebody in need. Yeah, and I think had he not seen that, he would have just been like, "Oh, it's some fucking drunk guy. Yeah. That's not." not worth saving right and uh yeah i I think you're absolutely right like it it needed to happen that way um before that we get the scene where uh montero he shows up to the prison and we get like a reverse spartacus uh situation where he's looking for uh de la vega there Mm -hmm. and uh in spartacus nobody knows who spartacus is so when the when uh they when they come to capture him they're like, who's Spartacus? Where's Spartacus? And in uh, like to, to save him, yeah. everybody's saying, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. But in this situation, it's like reverse because the <laughs> place where they are is so terrible, everybody wants to die. Yeah. So they're like, I'm Zoro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Zoro. And You're like, not Zoro. <laughs> liar. <laughs> liar. Dude, so good. Um, and yeah, and see, that's another, like Spartacus, big, epic classic movie and it takes pieces of that flips it and just it's yeah. awesome it's awesome um and then obviously de la vega escapes and then we get the scene that we were just talking about um or actually no that's not true de la vega escapes and then he's immediately gonna go kill uh, montero when right. he lands on the water and but he then sees he, sees, he sees elena mm-hmm. and then like we said just watching this movie seeing captain zeta jones and she's just She's very good, very con- very convincing of a of a Mexican woman, mm-hmm. and just oh my god, just so gorgeous. And I just remember sitting in the theater, just being like, oh my god, I love this woman so much. <laughs> and uh, the accent helped too; it was oh, yeah. nice. <clears throat> but yeah, right after that, he decides not to kill Montero because he doesn't want to do it in front of his daughter. And then we get the scene where he meets uh, he meets uh, Alejandro. Uh, I wrote down. I kept uh, thinking Lady Gaga every time. Why? Alejandro. Oh, stupid. Um, How the rest of it goes. uh, So when he meets Alejandro, uh, Alejandro's at the bar. He's like, hey, hey, more whiskey? Money first. And then I love when he says, (laughs) he's like, silver. He's like, of course, silver. The finest. (laughs) But he's ready to give it away for a couple drinks. And then yeah, that's where fucking. Uh, Where did you get this? Yeah, pretty much. I I like that whole scene. God damn it, that whole scene is really really fun. And then like we said, um, the meaning behind it of him taking a chance on Alejandro, even though he sees he's fucking, uh, he's pretty much worthless at yeah. that point. He's gonna have to rebuild rehabilitate this type. Yeah, and just how fucking cold and cool fucking Anthony Hopkins is. Beats him up with his cane. He's yeah. like, I've never lost a fight. Except to an old man just now. <laughs> I would have found a way. Yeah. <laughs> it just it's just really, really cool. And then he alludes to the fact that he's Zoro. He's like, Oh, once a long time ago, you helped me, so I'm gonna help you. Yeah. Uh, okay. What is your name? Alejandro. Alejandro. 
You know, there is a saying, a very old saying, when the pupil is ready, the master will appear. Now, if you want to kill this man, I can help you, and I can teach you how, how to move, how to think, how to take your revenge with honor and live to celebrate it. It will take dedication, it will take time. Why are you so eager to help me? Because once, a long time ago, you did the same for me. And it's it's fucking cool, man. And then train, training sequence. Yeah, training. This, this is a, such a great training yeah. sequence. I love the fucking when he's, he's again. Yeah, <laughs> the again when he's reading when he's reading off the numbers like fucking. Yeah. Uh, you know he's got to fucking uh, hit each mark perfectly. Hmm. And then he starts whipping them and shit. Yeah. And that's how it ends, I think, too, because before, dude, the fucking uh, push ups. Dude, the push ups over the fire. It looks like he's really doing I that. I wanted shit. to try that so bad as a kid when dude, I saw that. You'll burn your fucking <laughs> your titties off, dude. Because uh, there's a lot of candles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that part's fucking crazy. And then, like, yeah, it, it ends with uh, him getting whipped and stuff because he runs up to him and then he sniffs him and he's like, Come with me. And yeah. Fucking, it's got to take a bath. Uh, yeah. Training training sequence. Oh yeah, I I love when they when they arrive there. It's some stuff that I wrote down. Um, I love uh when he's saying like, oh, I never thought I'd be in the lair of Zoro, the lair of the fox. Like, mm-hmm. it's just fucking cool. Like, cause it's like as us, like as a kid, if we ended up in Batman's oh cave, we're just yeah. like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. And you're gonna fucking train me yeah, to be yeah. Batman. <laughs> This is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I love the whole training circle, uh, like, mentality. Like, that's the first time I ever saw that used in, like, I don't know if that's something from, like, how certain people trained back in the day. Maybe. This is called a training circle, the master's wheel. This circle will be your world, your whole life. Till I tell you otherwise, there is nothing outside of it. Captain Love is... There is nothing outside of it. Captain Love does not exist until I say he exists. As your skill with the sword improves, you will progress to a smaller circle. With each new circle, your world contracts, bringing you that much closer to your adversary, that much closer to retribution. I like that part. He's like, there's nothing outside of the circle unless I say. And then he's like, Capitan Love. He's like, there is nothing. <laughs> Capitan Love doesn't exist until I say he exists. Like all that dude, so just sick. so fucking cool, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like I love it. I love this movie. I, I buy him as a Mexican, uh, Spanish dude. Guy. You know, Anthony Hopkins can do anything, yeah. man. He's fu- he's one of the greats. I fucking love Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's dude. The whole training montage is fucking cool. And then as. Uh, we start winding down over the montage. Uh, Alejandro gets a little bit too big for his britches. Obviously, takes care, like handles himself well when he goes out. Yeah. But we get the scene where he goes to steal, uh, steal the horse because he saw the horse in town, finds a scarf around its ankle, and then uh, heads into the Montero residence to steal a horse. And uh, we get a fucking fantastic fight scene. Him. Fighting, dude, dozens of men in a small amount of space. And that's what's cool is, like, Martin Campbell and the choreographers use this small space Mm -hmm. in such a way that, like, I can't imagine how long it would have taken to rehearse all that shit, Mm -hmm. let alone film all of it. You have to reset for lighting each different camera angle. It's just... and, And the end result is just so fun. At no point in there do you, like... At least for me, I don't know about how you feel about it. 
in this fight, the last one and the one in the middle, uh, like at no point do I see something that happens where I'm like, oh, uh, they kind of like slipped up there or whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, it's very good, very tight, yeah. and, and it's just really, really fun. And it's it's the old style of, of action, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, big yeah. falls, uh huh, dude. It's so like, fun. He hits five guys at one time, <laughs> yeah. it's, but it's so cool, it's, dude. It's, 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 it's great, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, there's parts in there that I really, really like. Uh, He's stealing the horse, and then uh, obviously he the horse goes crazy, oh, so yeah, he yeah. breaks into there. And yeah. he's like, "Holy shit!" Like fucking falling all over, and then fucking uh, knocking over everybody out of their beds and everything. And then the <laughs> horse runs out, and then he gets up, and then they're all staring at him, and then just get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got that part there. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then uh, he's doing well for himself, getting getting away with everything. And then the fucking giant ass dude comes in. Oh my! He's like that. He tosses yeah. him. <laughs> and then fucking. Uh, I love how he backs into him, and then when he turns around, he's just he's like, like yeah. <laughs> just can't do anything. <laughs> and then that one dude. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that's fucking cool. Yeah. And then uh obviously when it ends, I love him doing the Zoro, the legend has returned. And he wants to be cool as fuck, but then fucking notices that there's the powder keg leaking leaking uh fucking what the hell is that shit called? Gunpowder mm-hmm. and fucking runs out, tosses it, and the whole thing explodes, and he's just like, Oh shit. And then I think that's the before he steals a horse, he runs into Elena, and then right after that, they go into the confessional booth as well, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Although all those scenes are really fun, um, I love that the priest thinks it's it's uh, De La Vega. Yeah, hey Zoro, just like old times. Yeah, and fucking uh, just all that stuff. And then when he's talking to <laughs> when he's talking to Elena in the confessional booth. Like, he's like, listen, senorita. Like, he doesn't want to talk to her, and he sees it's her. He's like, oh, all right. Let me <laughs> and then she's like, I think I saw a band. And he's like, he was handsome. Yeah. With a deep voice. <laughs> Dude, just fucking so, so fucking funny. Isn't there a priest in the other one that hears hears something? Or, or no, one of no. them says something after they... No, because... Uh, the, pre- the priest is the only one in there, and he hides him in there. And then Elena comes in. And then when he when Elena walks out, that's when Captain Love shows up, and she's mm. like, "Oh, I was confessing." He's like, "To who? The fucking priest is right here." Oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah. But it's funny too when she's like, "Oh, I broke in the fifth commandment or something." He's like, "You kill somebody?" She's <laughs> like, "No, that's not the fifth commandment, <laughs> dude." So so good. Antonio's fucking fantastic in this movie. <laughs> I fuck I fucking love his performance. Um, and then yeah, so oh, before he rides back, I love he he leaves. And he's looking for the horse, and he finds him, and then he's, like, trying to call call him. He's like, hey, Blackie. Oh, yeah. Like, trying to give him a name. <laughs> Stupid horse, get over oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> I warned you. I get another horse. <laughs> Dude, and then he goes to jump on him, and then the horse moves, and he's yeah. like, classic. Just yeah. classic. Classic old humor. Yeah. It's just really, really fun. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we get him going back to the, to the cave, and immediately... Uh, De La Vega is pissed with him because mm. he's like, he's like, oh, I stole the horse. He's like, oh, Zoro fucking isn't a thief. He doesn't go adventuring. Like, you know, he's mm. a he's a hero of the people. He's trying to help the people. Like, yeah, and all that stuff. And then they have their their in and in and outs. And Alejandro thinks that it's kind of like over for him or whatever. And then, but uh, 
De La Vega has a plan. He needs him to become a gentleman. And I love the 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 line back to him like, "Me, a gentleman? Yeah, this is gonna take a lot of work." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That stuff's all good. Uh, what else do you have over there? Um. Anything I missed in those other scenes that no, you wrote down? No, no, no. That's it's all good. Um, that's when they have the ball, right? And they do yeah, yeah, dance. yeah. He he's got to pretend to be a nobleman. Yeah. Um, and then I don't have anything for that, but I have afterwards when they when they show um, El Dorado. But that's maybe a little too far ahead. Oh, okay. No, well, it's the, it's the next scene. So yeah. just just really quickly, I wrote stuff about the yeah the um the hacienda party um the da- the dance number. It's always nice to, and that's another classical like yeah. movie thing. The dance number, and he's doing it to uh to catch the attention of Montero, and and I also like how Alejandro's pretending to be like a nobleman like wimpy and he's like his manservant yeah like, like all uh no 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 that's uh bernardo oh, they were calling him bernardo but like yeah. i like how antonio banderas is like oh, oh yeah jumping off horses and right oh yeah, yeah. Off, like all that so he's like trying to be as wimpy as possible yeah. to seem like a nobleman he's yeah. like gives me a frightful headache <laughs> and shit like that I fucking I, I love it, man. He's got to yeah. play that part, and he's so, doing it real. It, it reminds me a lot of like Christian Bale in uh, in like Batman Begins or The Dark Knight, where yeah. he's he's being such a pompous idiot while he's Bruce Wayne, yeah. but obviously we know he's fucking Batman, you know? Yeah, um, it's really cool. But yeah, that's all I had for the party, and then obviously he gets invited to uh, the little meeting that they have, and that's why he gets told, oh. Um, Come back tomorrow, and we'll show you, like, show you my vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they go to the El Dorado part. What did you have for that? Um, just all the fucking man to think of California at that time. Yeah, uh, it was it was in between becoming or staying part of Mexico, becoming its own state. Like, I don't know why, but I. I guess we don't see too many movies about that time that's not the Wild West or that's not yeah, like Yeah, or the like gold, or the gold rush or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's I don't know. I, I I like seeing that side of it, like the the other side of it, you know. And in this one, you hear of uh uh General Santa Ana. Yeah, yeah, cuz they're talking the, the Mexican American War is about to happen. Yeah, yeah, and you hear of him but like you're kind of thinking of him as the good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though he was the son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. like, compared to these assholes. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, That's all I kept thinking. I was like, yeah, like, let's sound down and fuck these fools up. Come on. <laughs> yeah. it's Dude, yeah, it's super It's super crazy yeah. um, to think about. There's, I, I'm sure there are other movies about this era. Um, I can't think of any that, like, show Mexico or, like, from the perspective of, like, you know the indigenous people that are yeah. living there or whatever mm-hmm. uh obviously after after they say see el dorado captain love invites uh alejandro into his like fucking to the hacienda yeah. he sees that he has three-fingered jack's fucking hand his brother's head oh wait wait which before, is so crazy before that when three-fingered jack shows up oh yeah and he calls kill, captain love yeah. peckerwood <laughs> yeah and he Peckerwood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, all that, su- all that stuff's great. And then because 
Alejandro knows his his plan now. Uh, he t- he tells uh, De La Vega, he tells Diego, and he's like, "Do you know where it is?" He's like, "No, the cabins were, or the fucking carriage was covered the whole time." So he's like, "All right, well, you got to go and you got to fucking find, steal that map. It's, it's yeah. there. You got to get it." Yeah, yeah. And then that's when we get our next like big action set piece. Um, there's some real great stuff there. So to start off. They distract all the guards by lighting that giant ass Z oh, yeah. in the hillside, um, and then uh, Alejandro makes his way into the compound, steal, steals the uh, steals the map right away, and almost gonna get out clean. I, I do will have to point out I love the fucking line. It's just one man. It's not just one man. Damn it! Yeah, it's sort like dude, like uh, Montero's like a- oh, yeah. afraid of well, when him. He, dude. When he saw like, that Z, yeah, his dude, face like he's fucking totally changed. He's like like crazy creeped out. Yeah, but um, so uh, Alejandro manages manages to get the map, and then that's when we get the next big action set piece. He he fights Captain Love and fucking Montero at the same fucking time, <laughs> and then dude. he he so he gives me pump. I I, I love I, I love that like he starts fi- he starts fighting them. And then he it, he it gets led into another room, and he's fighting a bunch of other people. And as the camera's moving and turning around and everything, so out of nowhere, fucking Montero and Captain Love come back in, like running into the frame, yeah. and start fucking like dude, like fighting him, yeah. And it's like we said, the the coordination, the stunt coordination is fucking awesome. I I love it. It's really really cool. Um, and then after that scene, uh, after that scene. We figure out he figures out where where the fucking uh, where the mine is, yeah. And he tells him he's like, oh, there's this many people, this many guards, so we'll need to do this. And um, Diego's like, I'm not going with you. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not going with me. He's like, I got shit I got to do. Blah blah blah. So he goes to kill Montero and fucking take Elena with him. And then uh, basically Elena comes in, doesn't really believe right away that that's her dad. Um, puts herself in front of uh, Montero, yeah. and then uh, Diego's not going to let the same thing happen twice. Nope. He puts his sword down, and they fucking knock him out and pretty much uh, throw him throw him in jail. And then the next day, while fucking uh, Alejandro's going to the mine, fucking, and we get another great action set piece. Which is another thing, like, right before he attacks the night before, uh, they're going to kill everybody, lock them in cages. That's, yeah. like, another thing that just gets thrown in there. But, um, yeah, while uh, Alejandro's there, we see a guard come into where Diego is, and then uh, Elena frees him. And it's because a woman in town told her oh, yeah. that she was her nanny, yeah, and yeah. she used to hang flowers. And before he leaves, she asks him, like, oh, what were the flowers that used to be in my crib? And he tells her. Yeah. So she obviously knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he tells Montero, too. He's like, uh, she knows. And, mm-hmm. you know, and ultimately she does. Uh, so Alejandro's over there trying to get all those people out, but dude, there's fucking millions of guards. You get so many. I love the even though. Okay, so this it's is the like Enter the Dragon. Yeah, this is the only part in, where I was like, oh, that doesn't really make sense. Only it looks cool. Yes, <laughs> it looks cool as far as like the stunt coordination goes. Like wow. everything's really believable. It looks cool when he's fighting uh fucking Captain Love yeah. and he kicks him down that like little fucking ravine yeah. and then he fucking rides the shovel down oh, like hanging down. God, it's yeah. like dude there's clearly a strap on it. There's no way a shovel would fucking like if he held his foot down the entire time but he's going side to side to side. <laughs> there's no way that shovel is moving with his feet. Um uh, but yeah, th- their whole fight is fucking great. Uh Bernard or fucking Diego and and Montero are fighting at the same time. 
stupid ass Elena at the same time still fucking tries to save her dad from getting killed. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, dude, the way uh, I lo- I fucking hate Captain Love's scream where he's like, no, when he jumps onto the onto the like. The oh, thing. yeah. Because uh, he's just trying so hard to keep up with fucking. Yeah. Um, he's pretty much outmatched by oh, yeah. Alejandro. I love his desperation um, though. His, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, just he's he, he can't be yeah. proven that yeah, this yeah, Mexican's yeah. better yeah. than him <laughs> at all costs. Pretty, his pretty white gra- his whiteness is on the line. It's gratifying, um, <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, uh, fucking uh, Montero gets caught up in the reins. Fucking uh, Diego hits it. He flies off the side of the thing. A bunch of gold falling yeah. out. And uh, at this point, fucking... Um, this is one thing that always bugged me, too. Alejandro fucking stabs uh, Captain Love. And they've already talked about they know that it's him. And then fucking Antonio takes his mask off. And then Captain Love's like, really? It's yeah. you? And I was like, oh, whatever. Um, this, is, this is another thing that... Well, no, he does use it when he's fighting in the courtyard. But he hardly ever uses his whip in the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, he uses a whip to escape out of there, mm-hmm. and then Montero and all the other gold come crashing down on Captain Love, and we yeah. get that crazy ass scream. Ultimately, uh, uh, Diego dies of his wounds, and then we get like a nice little mirror image of uh, Alejandro with Joaquin and Elena and mm-hmm. their house, pretty much rebuilt from the ground up. And yeah, that's like the whole the whole movie. Yeah, and but like we said, it's just so much fun and. For people who haven't seen this movie, like, even though if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's worth watching. You don't think it's one of those you got to you have to see? It I don't. I don't think so. I think I think you could see this movie at any time. If you're in the right, if you're like a, being a prick about it, sure, you could find it corny or hokey or whatever. Yeah. But if you're in the right mood, just want to watch a fucking fun action, yeah. funny movie. Like yeah. it's it's great, dude. That's true, yeah. It's it's really really fun. This was this was neither an adult or nor yeah. It's for, it's like for all, it's like for all ages, it's for, dude. It's for a family, it's movie. fucking cool. We totally glossed over the fight with Elena and, and fucking. Uh, and Alejandro, uh, which is another great fight. Oh, in the barn? Yeah, because he escapes yeah. by morning. You they have talked that about fight. it a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's it's really fun. So their, their chemistry, yeah, it is. <laughs> their chemistry is fucking great. Yeah. And then just, she's just drop dead fucking gorgeous. Uh, it, it's and just. She, she's possibly better than him. Dude, she's, yeah, she's, fuck, she's fucking around. Like, if like, they were really going for it, she yeah. probably would have. Yeah, wounded him pretty good or killed him. Yeah, if she wasn't weak in the knees, yeah. I'm pretty sure she would have killed him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love her. He was very vigorous father. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much the whole movie. Um, have to ask the hard question, and I have an answer. Oh, not, I, I, this is easy. Not in detail. This movie does have a sequel, yeah. which I haven't seen, but I want to uh, watch it. It came out years after. I don't know why the sequel didn't come out sooner, yeah. but it came out years after, and I think it fell prey to the same thing that The Mummy did. When you have a sequel, don't ever include a child in the next one. Mm. It means they both, I remember the trailer for The Mummy Returns and for, for this movie, mm-hmm. and in each one, the, the son says, Oh, uh, my dad's gonna kick your ass, but they cut it out like in the trailer. I'm like, that's so fucking lame. And they both do the same thing, but the other one's like, I can't wait till my puppy kicks your and just cuts. I'm just like, dude, it's so stupid. But anyway, uh, if it were me, if I was a producer and I got my rights on this property, I'd make it like a a series, like on Netflix or something. That could be cool. Yeah, like because you could do you could do a long drawn out thing for this. I feel like. What about you? Every episode is a different foe. 
or a different. Uh, you can have like long, like seasonal foes, you know, yeah. like long arcs. I feel like. Um, what about you? I want to see a remake. Okay, but rated R. All right, I can see that. You know, the classic. I mean, I know people say it all the time about certain things that aren't rated R. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to see a rated R, like a dark version of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Zora would be kind of sick if it was a little more. It would it would be know, pretty cool, especially like in the climate that we are now, where it's a whole like uh, we're getting away from like the. I mean, this movie's whitewashed, like the whitewashed co- colonial like like ideal. Yeah. If it was very much about because uh, that's a lot of what Joaquin Morietta was fighting was the colonialism and the racism right. and everything like that. So in the climate of today. A, a Zora movie that took that on as a tone mm-hmm. and made it more gritty and like more brutal, like that would be interesting. That'd be something I'd be interested yeah. in seeing for sure. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's it, man. And Antonio Banderas <laughs> comes play back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. Uh, that was really fun. I love talking about this movie. It was really, yeah. really cool. Makes me honestly, I want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes this week. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for, uh, for Play It Again, man, I'm Steven Valdez. Don Hasson. <laughs> and we'll see you at the movies next week, guys.